Welcome to the Choosing Simple podcast. My name is Amy Fuel, and I'm a homesteading wife, mama, author, and entrepreneur. Today, we are doing episode five. Can you believe it? Episode five of the Redeeming Your Home for the Holiday series. Have you been enjoying it as much as I have been enjoying recording it? I really hope so. And it sounds like it from some of the feedback I've been getting. Now, this week, we are getting a little bit into Christmas because it's the week after Thanksgiving. Our minds are officially changing to Christmas, even if you've already been decorating before now. And I have guest Jay Morrell Stewart from Large Family Table with me today. Jay Morrell is such an inspiration. If you have not yet watched her on YouTube or followed her online, she has a house full, a quiver full of kids. And I think she said this is number nine that she's pregnant with right now. And she is just a homestead mama inspiration. She is tackling children, tackling farm animals, tackling house chores. And if there's anyone who knows how to get rid of the chaos during Christmas, it's Jay Morrell. So I asked her to join me this week for this week's episode about minimizing the chaos and minimizing the Christmas crazy and this year crazy, right? Because this year's been crazy and just focusing on life and kids and family this year. So we've got some tips and tricks coming up for you. We've got some inspiration and encouragement for you. And I hope that you enjoy this episode as we get started with this week's Redeeming Your Home for the Holidays, Episode 5. Hey, Jay Morrell. Thanks for joining me today. Yay. Yay. I'm excited to be here. And as I was telling you off air, I'm glad we did it. We worked it out. We made it happen. Me too. I I knew when I started this series, I definitely needed some Jay Morrell Stewart on the podcast. Woohoo! (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Jay Morrell is basically the mastermind behind Large Family Table. You can find her at largefamilytable.com. And she also has an amazing YouTube channel. and Lots of spaghetti sauce. Yeah, that's right. But (laughs) spaghetti sauce is easy. So right. right. That's why I make Um, a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and Jay Morrell, why don't you tell us a little bit about you real quick, and then we will hop into this episode. Sure, sure. Okay, let's see here. I've been married for either 22 or 23 years. I don't remember exactly right. (laughs) And we have um, nine children. One is still in utero. And the oldest is, uh, this happens, Amy, get ready. He's no. in his early twenties. He's got a big beard. He's got a truck. He's got a wife, you know, <laughs> it's oh like, my goodness. We, we're in this phase where like every couple of years, we're going to be launching one now. Right. That that's amazing also. And what else we have a, a hobby homestead thing going on. And I learn from all of you smart homesteaders of America folks. And I make a lot of spaghetti sauce on the internet. And I, you know, so there you go. That's it. That's me. That's you in a nutshell. That's the, like, that's the best intro I've ever heard. You're like, here I am. And that's how it works. This is, this is all I got time to do folks. This is what you get. (laughs) Well, we keep it real here. Yeah. There so no you fancy intro. This is that's it. right. That's right. This is who I, and that's what I, okay. So I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, I started watching you on YouTube for, well, 
I started watching before, but I really started watching YouTube when I got pregnant with our youngest Everett. Yes. And because I needed some freezer meal inspiration. And then I was like, wait, this girl lives in Virginia. Just like me. We're Virginia girls. I know. And I just loved how you have this huge channel and you're so down to earth. Like there's no fancy schmancy camera work. You're just like, yeah, right. I mean, it's real life. And so, you know, I fangirled over you in the beginning And it's so fun though, when you get to know people, because then we kind of connected online and we've talked and it's just, you're a normal person, you know, and I only have time to be a normal person. I know (laughs) there's no time to keep up with the changes. Right. Right. And that's what I always say. Like, I'm just amazed anyone watches the channel. Yeah. And yeah, as far as fancy camera stuff, I, I did, I spoke at a homeschool conference that was virtual and they uh-huh. had like a real high-end camera guy and he was talking about how like he could come to my house and they could set up their you know they all the things they could do for me and I'm like if you if that has to happen I will never get anything filmed <laughs> I know if I have I to be fancy and and actually take this seriously from a production standpoint that's it I'm done <laughs> yeah well and my thing because I have friends that do that yeah and yeah, yeah. um and, and they, it's great. But sure. my thing is like half the time, the only time I can get work done or videos done is when the baby's napping or right. you know how it is. And it's like, well, I, I can't even have a, a film team here because I'd have to be like Never. on the phone calling them yeah. as soon as I have time. So yeah. My, my kids would have to like go on a trip for a week. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I just can easily get talking about being a work at home mom, which has nothing to do with Christmas, <laughs> but I know um, well, but being, we will get to that one day for being sure. Being work at home moms and running these businesses. Cause I know you're not doing a small thing over there on your side of Virginia. Right. Um, we have to be flexible, but I mean, I think I can speak for both of us. Like if my family um, suffers or if I can't put them first for the most part, then I don't want to do this. That's right. And so I have to go with the Lord's grace and, um, yeah, exactly. The pockets of time. I have no nappers right now. So that's sad. Oh, bless your heart. Well, goodness gracious. (laughs) Well, let's hop into Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So we, we both have some pretty chaotic lives. Obviously you probably have a much more chaotic life with me than me, Uh, (laughs) but I thought it would be good this week to, we're talking about the chaos of Christmas and really how to minimize that chaos, whether you have a large family, like what you have, or a smaller family, like I have, and maybe some tips and tricks on that. So let's get started with you. So how have you been able to minimize the Christmas chaos in your large family? And do you have any tips for that? Okay. So Usually what I have found, and this is, you know, we haven't always been a large family. So like with right. the way back in the day and everything, it just seems that things naturally slow. They can, if you let them slow down this time of year. I mean, if the world was a normal place right now, because of course we are also doing Christmas in an alternate universe this year. Right. Um, so thoughts and words, Jay Morrell, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got thinking about the alternate universe and all of a sudden I was there. So. Oh, it's a wormhole. Don't even I know. try. I'm like, I got sucked in for a minute. I'm like, no, don't talk about the governor. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. So this is not, he is not going to take our Christmas. Okay. So we tend to naturally slow down a lot 
and even in like our overall homeschool life, you know, November, December, January, February, March are gold for doing the longer read alouds, you know, getting out the board games, taking the extra time to do the hot chocolate. Those things can happen, you know, more naturally in my household anyway, that time right. of year. So especially around Christmas time and because we homeschool and, you know, more people are accidentally on purpose homeschooling this year, we, we can make our own schedule. Um, so, I mean, if we took a week and just baked cookies and made cards and did homemade presents, we're allowed to do that. Right. Um, so I feel like we have a, a control on the chaos. Good. Like if things are if things are feeling chaotic, I need to change or adjust something anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the holiday activities are educational as well. Mm -hmm. Like if we read stories and do nativity gingerbread houses, you know, for, for the day, I call that educational for the day. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of, of parents, you know, a lot of us are homeschooling this year. Of course, I've always homeschooled, but, right, right. Um, you know, a lot of, of moms especially are, are like, oh my gosh, what if my kid falls behind, you know, especially during the holidays. And for us, we have always, um, especially with homeschooling said November and December are just the most flexible months of the year. So we try right. to get a little bit ahead, you know, in, in September and October, um, but you know what, if we, like you said, if we're making cookies and gifts and, and we're doing real life stuff that counts too, right? Exactly. So, so that's freedom for the families who are really experiencing that or getting ready to experience it for the first time this year, mm -hmm. um, that you can embrace the holidays as just a wonderful family memory making time. My daughter was telling me last night, cause we did cookies yesterday. So she was telling me, she remembers back at our old farmhouse one time when we did those chocolate um, like their chocolate peanut butter, no bake cookies with the oatmeal. And mm -hmm. she said, she remembers we had the whole table covered all the countertops and we had like 10 chairs. <laughs> Basically we had cookies all over oh. rooms <laughs> and that, you know, that's not something we would necessarily do in October, but yeah, come November, December, we can, um, do those extended type projects. Right. And yesterday when I did, I did, um, M&M cookies with a three-year-old and a five-year-old you know, those took a really long time. <laughs> yeah. But letting them have the whole experience. Yeah. Also. Absolutely. So like within your family, how do you guys handle, you know, gift giving? What does that look like inside your family and even extending into extended family if you do any gift giving at all? Sure. We, um, classic thing I've heard a lot of families say, you know, we don't do um, gifts and treats and things like all year round, but we do Christmas and birthdays, especially mm -hmm. in, a, in a large family. And then I've got, I have one, one boy with a, uh, we have one birthday the week before Christmas and one birthday the week after. Oh. So, <laughs> so, you know, they get a double whammy. Right. Um, so we just have to plan accordingly. Um, and I know it's not, of course, all about giving the gifts. And I've had Christmases where um, I remember being like a family of four. My husband lost his, I'm sorry, family of four kids. So family of six, my husband lost his job right before Christmas. And so that was like a thrift store Christmas. And mm -hmm. that was heavily relying on, you know, grandparents to give the gifts that year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do gifts. We usually have like a per child budget based on their age. 
Um, we give gifts within our household. And then we have just a few outside family members I tr that we give gifts to. Um, and that has just, I don't know how that happened exactly, only over the years, that's what it has become. Right. Some of those things you don't do on purpose. <laughs> I remember back yeah. with one child, like shopping for everybody. Um, but that was just me preparing to have a lot of kids, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see here. So usually like on, even on Christmas morning, we'll do the thing. We just, it's long and drawn out as possible. Mm -hmm. And of course on Christmas, like that's, that's all we're doing. So it's one child at a time opens one gift and we go Aww. in a circle and it takes a really long time. And after that, we eat cheesecake and stay in our pajamas and you know, that's our day. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Our, um, our family traditions are, they're kind of all over the place. I mean, I grew up with going to family members' houses on the holidays. Sure. And yes. so, um, that's kind of what I tried to implement with my family. Even, you know, even just junior was a single child for so long. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of people to get gifts for, Right, right. but we did have a budget, you know, we, we live very frugally. And so over the years, like you said, it just has kind of happened. We, um, for, well, for the kids, we do the, you know, the four gifts rule, something you want, mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. you need, something to wear, something to read. Right. And we just, we did, haven't always done that. We just implemented that a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know with my oldest, he just, he's a collector of things. Right. And so it was kind of like, you know, we're getting him this stuff and then he's, he loses interest in just a couple of weeks. And so we had found just for our family, right. Right. Um, that, you know, we were, we were kind of getting him things, you know, little treats throughout the year. And we could do that, you know, cause we only right, had, right. you know, one child and, um, and then only getting him those four gifts and maybe one big gift. So five gifts total during the holidays or during Christmas. And, um, so we're going with that again this year, I think the, the four gift rule and you know, we, it, we don't stick to it. We'll kind sure. of go over it, but it helps us keep a budget. Gives you and a what I, yeah. What I like to tell him too, is, you know, tell us, make this something you need, something you really need, you know, like <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what the price tag is. If you really need it, you know, put it on there. And, and then, you know, for extended family, we just made it known. And I think people, people are afraid to set boundaries, you know, right. Um, we normally go to my grandma's, my grandparents' house during Christmas. And, you know, a lot of times you see all these family members giving each other gifts and it's, it's a big extended family, you know? Sure. And I kind of felt like we're just giving gifts, you know, gift cards essentially back and forth to right. each other. Can I yes. just keep my money? You know right. what I mean? <laughs> like, and so we just kind of, we set that boundary. Like we're not getting gifts for you know, second cousin's third right. husband or something, you know, right, right. and, and we're just gonna get gifts for the kids. And so that's what we do. Um, some years and some years, if we, if we didn't, the years we didn't have it, we just didn't do it. You know, right. um, we get gifts for the little kids. And then once they reach a certain age, we don't give any gifts. Um, yeah. and it's so a fun family time. Yeah, it is fun. It's, and it's really neat to see different people's traditions. And I think one of the biggest things is just not be afraid to set those boundaries, you know, with extended family sure. and, um, you know, and focusing on, on your family too. But so what about 
food. So you mentioned Christmas day, what you do, do you guys go to any extended family or are you so, cooking well, all day? We are, we're just in a situation and I was just sitting here thinking, you know, one day I will be the large family grandmother with probably like 30 grandchildren, right? right? Or more. <laughs> so I'm sure, um, I'll have to develop things through the years, like a name draw for siblings or different, you know, just different things. Um, so to keep it a fun event, but I'm not there yet. And um, we don't have a lot of extended family, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So that, um, I mean, my mom is six hours away. She will come in and Travis's mom, she's coming in for Thanksgiving, but we may not see her again till February. Mm. Um, we just, we don't have a lot of family um, around here. So that puts us in a spot where we're not, we're not even juggling those things. So what I'm trying to do what I've been trying to do for many years is just focus on making our home the center of obviously our holidays. Yeah. Um, so we also do the thing like Christmas Eve the kids usually do their stockings and they get new pajamas. Um, and then I try to have things going in the slow cookers for Christmas day, like usually different types of meatballs and just easy things because I don't know, maybe two or three years ago, I somehow forgot to plan for Christmas day. You know, sometimes it just slips your mind <laughs> and all of a sudden Christmas afternoon, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I don't want to cook the stinks. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and we've even had some years, you know, I used to work as a nurse. So some like Thanksgiving years, we just go to crack. We went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> um, yeah. and so we just have basically, however life is feeling to me, at the time I make food decisions based on that. How do you like that? <laughs> I, I love that. You know, so. I had an aha moment because you said you put stuff in the crock pot. And I'm like, why have I never thought of that? Right. So you like, can, the, yeah, my, my family, like I can do, you know, five pounds of barbecue meatballs and five, just anything in meatball form. Um, right. And then if you have like, so none of this is going to be healthy. So forget it, keto folks. But oh, it's fine. It's the but holidays. It doesn't do, count. Yes, we can do like, you know, two pans of baked macaroni. And actually, you know, the baked macaroni can be a freezer meal that's already done. Um, I'm getting ready to do, if I was, a, again, a perfect YouTuber and blogger, this stuff would be out, but instead it's going to be out like week before Thanksgiving um, <laughs> or a couple days before. But I have a lot of make ahead like basically holiday meals that I've been working on. And so it's where you can like make two pans of the broccoli cheese and rice casserole and, and freeze it and then have it for the holidays. That's um, nice. And also in reference to like, you know, you can freeze gravy. There's so much stuff you can freeze. So that's what I'm working on this week to make sure I pretty much have most of Thanksgiving done because we are mm -hmm. having a, a couple different Thanksgiving meals at our house. Um, and I'm sure I'll use some of that for Christmas. Cause yeah, the worst yeah. thing is like afternoon, everyone's tired and okay, can we order Christmas pizza? I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like going to the Chinese restaurant on Christmas. Yes, day. yes. So, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just nice when a mom has, you know, the little bit of extra brain power as a gift to herself to think, okay, That's wait a right. minute, they still want to eat on Christmas. So yeah. what can I do just a little bit in advance, even if it is just dumping it in the slow cooker? Right. Yeah. And that's, that's really, that's a good tip. You know, one of the things that I always stress about on Christmas is breakfast. What do you do for breakfast? Right. So you can do, um, 
just different different make ahead make ahead christmas casseroles um but there's all kinds of things obviously that you can do uh in bulk with eggs yeah that's right yeah so so usually i don't do like a big breakfast where i'm standing in the kitchen for an hour or so on christmas Mm -hmm. it will be something that is made ahead um even if i make it ahead the day before and so we have it yeah. And you have a lot of that so, stuff on your website already, right? I do because this is how I, this is how I, um, live and survive <laughs> because I remember by the time I got to like, I remember with two kids and I mean, they were little, you know, you've got, I know you've got a boy almost to preteen age now too. So, right. um, but when my little boys were like two and four and I was thinking, wow, I, and I, I didn't have any skills, like as far as food skills coming into marriage, mm-hmm. um, so I was still learning how to like boil noodles and <laughs> do no. like, wait a minute, they, they, <clears throat> I'm, I need to make dinner every night. You know, it just takes a little bit to, to get it. And, um, somehow by three kids and I was working full-time outside the home, I started doing the bulk cooking and the bulk meals and right. now it's just taken over my brain. So, yeah, well, that's good yeah. though, because it helps people like me out because even, <laughs> even just having biscuits a, ahead of time, Amy. That's right, that's right. no, I'm not kidding. It's so funny that you say that because you were saying, you know, you didn't have any skills coming into marriage. Well, you've taught so many women skills. I mean, well, it's because I, now I've got 20, you know, a couple decades right. figuring this out. So I'm like, girlfriends, you can make those biscuits ahead of time. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and that's so important. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me to kind of minimize chaos during the holidays is just planning ahead of course you have to remember to plan ahead right right yeah because I myself even helping other moms do this like I said I think it was three years ago Christmas day I was like oh whoa right mama missed it yeah yeah I know so you know me growing up my my grandmother you know she was the one who cooked all the food and of course you have the best grandmother I love it when you post about your grandmother that's wonderful (laughs) I I love my grandmother I love my grandfather and she is she is truly the epitome of just the the cook who literally gets up you know at four o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. gets the turkey in the oven and oh, she yeah. just loved entertaining and hosting her family for the holidays and so I love that too but of course that I've never really had the opportunity because she was doing it for so long and sure. then and you, um, you know miss that Right. And then, you know, she got older and it just pained her so much when she, her hands just wouldn't work anymore. And, you know, and so I, I, I did a few years, um, pull together holiday meals at her house and it was so fun. It was kind of stressful, but it was so fun and mostly fun to just see her standing in the kitchen, you know, watching me and asking if she could help with something, knowing that she really couldn't, you know, and she'll just supervise you. Yeah. She really just wanted to be included. And, um, you know, so that's one of the things that we live in a small house and, you know, we, it's like an 800 square foot house and I can't really host anybody here. We tried to have a Bible study a few weeks ago and all these women piled in with their, you know, 18 children. And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) wait, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Like this isn't going to work. And so we moved it to, uh, my sister-in-law's house and, um, And it just got me to thinking, you know, our, our five-year, 10-year plan is to have a house where, you know, we can host people, even if it's just for the homesteaders conference, you know, when people come in for that, 
But um, I always think about my grandma during the holidays because she she was the one who loved to cook and, and just be on her feet all day. And, you know, and now I think about it, like, that's great. I love that, but we could work a little bit smarter now, you know, right, we, can, right. <laughs> we can make those meals, you know, in a previous episode, Melissa Norris and I were talking about oh, how yes. for Thanksgiving, if you're already making food, make double, you know, yeah, and, and, and have Christmas it. done. Yeah. Right. And you, you've already got it done. You don't have exactly. to do it again. And, um, and I'll throw a link in the show notes to that episode that you guys can listen to, but, um, you know, and so it's, it's true, you know, even if we take the whole week of Christmas to just plan that food out and get it going, and then you can enjoy your holiday. Like it's, you know, you don't have to stress out. You can really enjoy it. But so the last question I have for you and, um, is really, truly, how are you guys, learning to there's so much chaos this year like with Mm -hmm. with pandemic and laws and just oh my goodness who could have ever imagined this year Um, how are you kind of finding that peace and inspiration and really the meaning of Christmas this year and do you have any encouragement for our listeners so I think uh you know the Lord has always worked with me through um, being a mom, having children, homeschooling, you know, all of this is like refining holy work. (laughs) And so I think now all of us have, um, our sentence, our senses heightened with, um, well, okay. I just, all I can do is tell a little story. Like even this morning, waking up my five-year-old, getting his little clothes laid out, encouraging him to get up for the day. I just had an overwhelming sense of thankfulness. Like, thank you, Lord. We are in our home. Thank you, Lord, that we are together. Um, Cause family is so precious and the world right. is so crazy. Thank you, Lord, that we are safe. Thank you, Lord, that you protect us. Cause we don't know what other kind of crazy is coming. Maybe none, right. maybe, maybe we've seen the crazy <laughs> and this yeah. will just be a funny story, but maybe there's some more crazy coming. And so just slowing down and being thankful, like this is the day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And trying to literally make the best of every single day, which probably sounds cliche, but (laughs) I mean, that is what God's word tells us. And we only like, all we have is this day that we're recording this podcast. Right. And even the rest of this day isn't promised to us. So, um, especially around the holidays, it is such a, an opportunity to have even more honed in focused family time. Um, so just having that perspective, mm-hmm. um, and slowing down and letting, letting the kids do more. Like I was thinking, of course, I have these make ahead Thanksgiving meals that I'm working on, but on Thanksgiving day, I want to have a few things that I just let the kids make. And oh, that, yeah. um, you know, that they get that joy of just, of, you know, doing the mashed potatoes that day or whatever it is that we're, that I'm going to have them do. Um, and letting them be involved. Like I mentioned, the cookies yesterday took a really long time because a three-year-old and a five-year-old were getting that joy, but it's okay. Right. Cause we can take that extra time right now. Yeah. And I think that's so important to just, you know, the title of this entire podcast is choosing simple and oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, that is something I'm finding, especially this year is especially during the holidays too, is just choosing. You have to actively choose a simple life, a simple mindset. Right. And, 
you know, if it takes all day for kids to make cookies, then it takes all day for kids to make cookies, you know? And, you know, my husband said something to me yesterday. He, oh my goodness, he, he bought, you know, this car and it looks like the Griswold's car, you know? (laughs) And I was like, are you kidding? And he got a fabulous deal. Like we don't buy anything new. We buy, you right. can save up, we buy cash. Yep. And I just, I was kind of mad at him and <laughs> he bought it. And um, I was like, why? We don't even need it. And he's like, well, you know, we, it would be nice to have a second car. And, you know, in case something happens to your car, you can just jump in this one. And, and that's true. You know, it sure. is nice to have that. And um, he's like, but think of the memories. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, just think of the memories. He's like, it's got a, a third row seat that flips. Up. It's a station oh, wagon, you yes, know, yes. and <laughs> you know, it, you can, they, kids can sit in it. He's like, think of it though. They're going to grow up and they're going to say, oh, mom and dad had this woody station wagon <laughs> and yes. we got to go Christmas shopping and we got to, you know, get a Christmas tree and it was just so fun. And, and I'm sitting there, you know, still halfway mad at him, but then also just halfway more falling in love with him. Right, right. Because, you know, it's true. Like <laughs> you provider and yeah. dad. I, yes. Could have really just been his way to just win me over, but sure, sure. Well, <laughs> but, it <you> worked. Know, <laughs> it worked. And I'm just yeah. thinking, and it just reminded me, you know, with all the chaos around us, you know, just choosing to take the time to be with your family and make those memories. It doesn't matter, you know, what you cook. It doesn't matter if you forget to cook, like (laughs) it doesn't matter because what matters is just what's, what's in our homes with being with our family and just creating those, those memories that we can look back on, you know, Oh, Hey, remember that year mom forgot to make us dinner for Christmas, you know, (laughs) even that's a memory, you know, that you can laugh about. And so I think it's so important and, and so encouraging to just hear you talk, even with a large family, how you've just simplified it and you're just living your best real life, which is right. Wonderful. Every day. That's all we can do. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so thank much you, for Amy. joining me this week. I hope that you have found some inspiration too, while being here. Yes, and, definitely. Um, do you have anything else that you want to share today? Um, boy, I keep thinking about Legos. So excuse me. Cause I'm getting back on <laughs> gifts giving. We have here, here's a tip on how I've lived this many years with this many children. Okay. Awesome. Christmas and birthdays. When we do these big gifts, I always make sure that they are gifts that are going to benefit me <laughs> yet again yeah. throughout the year. So we've always done like heavy read alouds and, um, you know, heavy times where the kids need hands-on activities. And so, thank you Lego. You can sponsor us at any time. Um, but every child gets several Lego sets and even years when I could not, you know, get Lego sets new in a box, I would look for the deals on eBay to -hmm. buy the Lego lots that were used. Um, because those Legos are gifts that keep on giving. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. um... That's my little ending, Amy, that, um, Hey moms, (laughs) But to tell you, if you haven't yet, the Lego, like when my oldest son got married, he took his giant Rubbermaid tubs of Legos with him. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So his kids will have Legos one day, but um, we're just heavy Lego folks around here. And that's educational. It is. It it really is. They learn so much. Keep them quiet. That's right. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me today and I hope you have a great week. You too. Bye-bye.
guys, I had so much fun making this episode with Jay Morrell. I think Jay Morrell and I could totally talk for hours, especially about being a mompreneur, which is a mom entrepreneur, if you didn't know. But we have very similar lives, minus all of the children, <laughs> um, and very just similar mindsets. And so I so thoroughly enjoyed talking to her this week. I hope that you come away feeling inspired and encouraged, maybe even feeling a little more restful, thinking about how Christmas doesn't have to be chaotic this year. You can set boundaries. You can plan ahead. I know I am. I'm already thinking in my mind, mm, I would like to plan some hash brown casserole and maybe some scrambled eggs with ham. I can prepare all of that ahead of time and then just pull it out for Christmas morning. You know, it's it doesn't have to be hard, right? And I hope that you just feel renewed after hearing all of these podcast episodes that we're putting together for this series. If you have not yet subscribed, I would love for you to. That way you get notified when we put out new episodes. And if you have not left a review of the um, episode or, or just the series in general, I would love for you to do that if you have enjoyed it. Please join me next week. Next week we are into December, guys. And next week we have guest Lisa Bass with me from, sorry, oh, I've talked so much, I can't. Lisa Bass is joining me next week in an episode called Holiday Decor Without Expectations and Bringing the Outside In. So as you get ready and as you begin decorating, and even if you just need to do more decorating, Lisa Bass from Farmhouse on Boone is a spectacular woman and she's going to join us next week to talk all about it. So thanks guys for joining me this week and as always, don't forget to choose simple.